Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy hosts, as always, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Um, we have received a just gob of emails, you guys, a lot of you getting started with a lot of uh, momentum in, in the real estate markets this year. I'm really excited about it. I was actually, while talking, just thinking about an email I just responded to, someone who was actually putting in place the real estate treasure map. And guys, if you have not yet completed your real estate treasure map, if you've not actually got your business plan done, I, you know, it's, it's fascinating to me that so many people are reluctant to actually create a plan, but I understand why. And let's just real quick, Dr. Phil, this out. You don't create a plan, and I want you to be introspective about this because, again, I know some of you are resisting this. And when I get these emails from people that are so enthusiastically excited because they finally completed the plan, you know, I, it, it really motivates me to try to motivate all the rest of you to do the same thing. So the real estate treasure map, get it done. Here's the bottom line why. You don't do it, most likely, because you, A, haven't taken the time to think about what specific things you want to accomplish. Now, why haven't you taken the time to think about the specific things you want to accomplish? Because you don't want to be disappointed if you don't accomplish those things. That's the essence of why people don't write down goals or don't have a business plan. That's the reason the treasure map is such absolute positive gold for you, because it not just has you write down – you don't just write down your, your goals. That in itself – as a lot of you have learned the hard way, it's a complete waste of time. 99% of the time, if you just write down a goal, not going to happen. A goal, write this down, guys, and remember this. And please, if you've not yet done this, do it. Get your treasure map done. A goal is a dream with an action plan. And in other words, an action plan is something that's going to be specific and tangible that you can hold yourself accountable to or your coach will hold yourself accountable to completing. So if you just write down the goal of I want to save whatever the number is, $50,000, I want to pay off my car, I want to buy a vacation property, I want to spend all of August in Europe, whatever it is, it's going to cost this amount of money. So write down the amount of money that it's going to cost. I'm kind of walking you guys through the exercise on hyper mode here. And then I want you to write down the date in which it's going to be completed by. That's the reason that when you pick financial goals, actually, they're easier to accomplish than virtually everything else because you, you can quantify them easily, right? So let's, you know, okay, here, I had another great call the other day with a coaching client. He, um, he just moved to Southern California. He's accomplished his dream. He always wanted to live there. He is living like maybe 15 minutes from the sand, and he's always wanted a Porsche 911 uh, convertible. And he's always driven these boring-ass sort of, you know, sedans. And so here, his kids are out of the house. He's now, you know, him and his wife are there. They're just kind of moving on with their lives and wanting to, you know, he's selling real estate there, so the whole thing. But the Porsche, well, that was just a bridge too far emotionally. He didn't know how to go about accomplishing it. So what we wrote down uh, was a specific plan, right? So he wants to have the car purchased by June. I think it was. may have been July. Um, and then he wants to, and this is how much it's going to cost. We talked about buying. We talked about leasing. We talked about new. We talked about used. None of that really matters, but it's all stuff that you need to figure in when you're creating these types of goals. And we wrote down the dollar amount. And then we broke it down to how many units he actually has to sell to accomplish that on top of the number of units he has to sell. Remember, unit is a 
uh, it, there's two units to every transaction. There's a seller unit and a buyer unit. So we talked about given his average commission, how many units he has to sell on top of the normal amount of units he has to sell to cover his personal overhead, his business overhead, and you know his savings and retirement and taxes and all the rest of it. And we figured out what that number was. And here's the fun part. Where he is selling real estate uh, now, he only has to sell, and Julie, this is, a, this is absolutely hilarious, for him to pay cash, he only has to sell four or maybe five units completely, I totally, that. that's it. So now he has that's a specific amazing. goal on how to go. Yeah, it's awesome, right? And then now we have a specific time frame, a price. We, have, we know exactly what he has to do in order to just walk in there and write a check for it. Um, and then the next conversation went to specifically, okay, how can we actually generate those, uh, in this case, listings? And then we calculated how many actual you know, contacts and all the rest, of it, in addition to what he already committed to, does he need to do to, to cover the cost of that particular uh, dream of his. And, guys, that's how you do everything in life. When you're trying to accomplish a goal, again, the important part is have an action plan that goes along with it. Now you're feeling kind of excited. I know not all of you. Some of you are unexcitable, but those of you who are, if you've not completed your real estate treasure map, we are. (laughs) Educate, motivate, and get you into action. Those are our three objectives from doing this podcast every day. So uh, if you've not yet completed your treasure map, we've made it super easy for you. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com or just go to our uh, website, timandjulieharris.com, the, the, the offers for the – it's not just – you get not just the real estate treasure map, but you get Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, you get your 12-monthly generation plan, you get like three other books I can't remember the name of, and all those are there available for you for free just by completing the form. Now, in addition to that, when you complete the form, because that's not good enough, you're also going to get – a complimentary no-charge call with one of our new member coaches, and they're going to go through the preliminary numbers with you that you need to calculate for the sake of completing your treasure map and also answer any questions you might have about the Premier Coaching Program. Now, a lot of you will take action on the Premier Coaching Program. It's less than $100 a month, but you'll learn more about that when you're talking with one of our new member coaches. Guys, look, if you're not going to be excited and motivated going into this year where the President of the United States is a real estate broker (laughs) – if you're not going to be excited and motivated now, whatever side of the fence you, your political leanings are, you're in real estate. You could be the biggest lefty progressive ever, and that's wonderful. But realize our president is a real estate guy. There is zero chance that our, in, that our industry specifically is not going to benefit from this, you know, this president. Guys, the winds are at your back more than they ever have been. You're listening to our podcast. You obviously are excited or at least getting excited, please take actions. Don't wait for things to come to you anymore. Um, don't just basically wait for your emails and your voicemails. So Julie and I are writing a new outline for a call we're gonna, or a show we're going to do next week, the week after, that I think some of you will get a chuckle out of. And then Julie's got something she wants to read you guys, then we're going to get back to our normally scheduled programming here. Um, and uh, it's going to be called the 12-Step Recovery Program for Lead Buying or something to that effect. We're going to go through all the reasons why people buy leads, some of the obvious things, the reasons and maybe some of the reasons you're not really w- willing to so readily admit. But we're going to go through that in the future. Um, but in the meantime, guys, be excited, be motivated, definitely get your treasure map done. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com gets you the treasure map just digitally emailed to you. Um, go to the website. If you're on the timandjulieharris.com right now, we have something like uh, 2,000 past uh, podcasts. Just go and listen to any of them, and then underneath every one, there's a simple form you can fill out. And again, just by filling out the form, you're entitled to a new member coach uh, consult- consultation call, and you're entitled to all the books. So Julie found something on CNBC that she wants to share with you guys, 
And then we're going to get to back to our uh, topic, which is how to create your own inventory in markets where there's not enough. Go ahead, Jules. All right, here we have it. U.S. existing home sales fall as supply hits lowest level since 1999. Kind of sounds like the podcast we've been doing for these past couple of days, what to do about your lack of supply. So here's how the article goes. U.S. home resales fell more than expected in December as the supply of houses on the market dropped to levels last seen in 1999, which could have limited choice for buyers. The National Association of Realtors said on Tuesday existing home sales dropped 2.8% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.49 million units. November sales pace was revised up to 5.65 million units, which was the highest since February 2007 from previously reported 5.61 million units. Now, economists had forecast sales declining by 1.1% to a 5.52 million unit pace in December. Sales increased to 5.45 million units in 2016, which was the highest since 2006. So we had an increase in 2016. Now we've got this decrease. While a strengthening economy and a tightening labor market, which is steadily driving up wages, are supporting the housing market, sales remain hamstrung by a dearth of inventory. Last month, the number of unsold homes in the market fell to 6.3% from a year earlier to 1.65 million units, the lowest level since 1999 when NAR started tracking the sales. And in this article on CNBC, they give you a nice little uh, graph to explain all of this. So what does this mean to our listeners, Tim? I mean, it does kind of play into our topic that we're trying to help them out with this dearth of inventory. I mean, if there's ever time to pay attention to how to find property, I think this is probably it, right? Well, it does seem like all the real estate stars are aligning to the topic of today's and yesterday's show, doesn't it? It does. You know, oddly enough. Every, <laughs> across the country, guys, it's going to be a lot of – it's going to feel a lot like it has for the past couple of years as far as available inventory. Julie, I just had a coaching call. Um, actually, he wants to be secret, but he's an agent I have in L.A., <laughs> He's one of the guys that – one of the many coaching clients we have that does, they don't want us sharing with the world that we coach them because they don't want our mm-hmm. competitors being coached by us. That's a – you know, Curtis, we, we, uh, if requested, we'll certainly do. But this uh, coaching right. client, who I won't use his name, is in a competitive bidding situation on a house – well, is about to be – in Malibu for six – it's listed for $6 million. They're going to come in at six and a half million, and we are just talking about strategies because the buyer's willing to go over seven million. So most Holy likely, this property is going to end up at seven point two million. It's a beautiful property, everything, wow. but guys, that puts a cost per square foot of around twenty five, twenty six hundred dollars a square foot. Oh, and I didn't tell you the best part: the house is livable, but by no means is it in good condition. I mean, let me say that wow. it's in good condition. But it's not to the standard that you would expect when I'm telling you about this, you know, 2,500 square foot house. It'd make or, a good sorry, rental in 2500, a different market. <laughs> 2,500 per square foot house. Yeah, and it was like the whole house is like it's like 3,000 square feet, and it's going to sell for you know over seven million dollars. I mean, my oh. Ohio real estate mind, even though we've been coaching some of the <laughs> you know most successful highest yeah. end agents in the country for almost 20 years. You know, where this stuff is durable, my Ohio real estate mind still can't wrap my mind around that. Nope. It's still funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, it is a cool property. Oh, by the way, it's not on the sand. <laughs> but wait, there's more. It's not on the sand. Yeah, it's not on the sand. Now. You, it's you crazy. To, it's, like, it's like a half-hour drive down to the beach. So it's not on the wow. sand. It does have a killer view. So, yeah. 
That's amazing. <laughs> anyway. Well, let, yeah. let me give you a, a quick shout-out to one of our great listeners and our face, private Facebook page followers. Christina Knight writes, and this is kind of related to it, right? She says, call it beginner's luck. Today I contacted five unrepresented sellers, otherwise known as FISBOs, using Julie Harris's FISBO quick script from the podcast. Two appointments set so far. Okay, so let me just get this straight for everybody. Christina, who hasn't called for sale by owners before, five contacts, two appointments. Okay, that's a pretty awesome ratio. She goes on to say, I have never, ever called FISBOs before, but I gathered the courage and did what the coaches would say, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. The scripts do work. My confidence level is up thanks to using a tried and proven script. So kudos to you, Christina. Keep working it. And what killer ratios, right? I mean, Five calls, two appointments, not bad, especially well, considering she's yeah. never done it before. It's <laughs> awesome. I know. And, you know, the, love that. well, you and I are looking at a rental property at purchasing, and the rental property, one of our coaching clients was prospecting FISBO, so he comes across this really great FIS, you know, rental property you know, for us, and then we're probably going to put a bid in on it. But the FISBO is out there. And, you know, of course, he used our script and asked, why did you decide to FISBO? And the, and the seller said something to the effect that I just know any real estate agents. And we talk, we talk about this on the podcast a lot, guys. FISBOs are, you know, what we call them as unrepresented owners. That is what they are. Nine times out of ten, they're not greedy, evil, you know, devil-worshipping bastards like, you know, sometimes we are led to believe when we talk to other yeah. real estate agents. They just don't know anybody. And so really what the – FISBO sign is truly, it's a help wanted sign. That's the mindset shift a lot of you guys have to experience. Do what Christina did, for gosh sakes, guys, and just go knock some doors. Make some calls. Do the work. It's not that difficult. You're not going to find another industry anywhere on the face of the earth where you can make this much work for really not having to be all – it's not like you have to be skilled as a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon. And oftentimes, if you do the job right, you're going to make more than a rocket science or a brain surgeon, Right. So stay focused. So, Julie, let's get back to our points. Yeah, exactly. So, again, we're talking about 16 ways to create your own inventory. And I've got news for you guys. If you missed yesterday, just using the MLS, it should be clear to most of you in almost every market, is not going to be enough, right? Waiting for the buyer to somehow miraculously bump their head on maybe, say, a for sale by owner and call you, not going to cut it. So let's really pay attention to how you can come up with inventory. And again, just because it's not in the MLS doesn't mean it's not for sale. The MLS is just one tool. So on to strategy number four, Zillow.com. Okay, so there's lots of cool things you can do on Zillow that don't cost you a penny. Zillow has a category called Make Me Move. These are homeowners who have gone to Zillow and created their home's profile or updated their home's profile. They've done things like correcting the square footage, the bedrooms and baths, They've updated it, and they've actually stated the price that they want. What would make the move? It's called Make Me Move. Before you criticize the higher price, realize their stated price could be what they owe, could be what their neighbor's house sold for. Who cares? The point is that they've gone to Zillow and updated it and thrown a little hook out there saying, you know what, I'd move if I got this price. And, Tim, to your story in Malibu, right? their price might not actually be that far out of whack in today's market given the lower inventory, right? So what do you do with those those leads? Well, guess what? Sometimes they actually have the seller's phone number on Zillow Make Me Move. It, can, it also often says email the seller direct. You can door knock. You can do a handwritten card, a postcard, et cetera. So, and again, that is free on Zillow. Back to you, Tim. Well, yeah, so the Zillow Make Me Move leads are some oftentimes a really nice little gold mine to find hidden inventory. 
Um, and Julie said something really important because we've read online where agents are like, oh, my God, can you see how ridiculous these people think they're right. Guys, don't think oh, like what? that. That's, that's just you being unprofessional and trying to rationalize why you shouldn't be calling them. That's the same reason that a lot of agents are fearful of calling FISBOs and their expireds. So when you see anybody that has their hand in the air in any way, FISBO sign, expired listing, bill will make me move, it doesn't matter. It's your job to go solicit them, contact them, call them, follow our scripts, follow our system. They'll do business with you. Use the pre-listing pack. Use the listing presentation. We have done all the heavy lifting for you guys. Please go after this business. Stop being real estate morons and relying on buying leads. I, that was probably rude, and I apologize if some of you are offended, sort of mostly kind of apologize anyway. Because the truth yeah. is, is that if you know how to generate your own leads, and Julie just gave you a killer idea, why would you buy a lead? Go to Zillow, make me move, put in your zip codes, expand your zip codes, look around. And the other thing that's cool, actually, Julie, I don't want to step on one of your points. Are you going to talk about pre-foreclosures? It's next. Are we talking <laughs> – Okay, work good. Ahead so go now. to your next point. point number five. Your, I won't work ahead. Go to your next point. <laughs> okay. Again, back to Zillow. And no, it does not require you have a paid Zillow account to do this. Zillow.com, nope. there's a pre-foreclosure. There's a little drop-down box to the right of their logo. You can type in. Julie? Okay, so Zillow, make me move. Hold on, Julie. I have to rem- I, yeah, you got dropped calling back. Okay, so here's the drop-down thing. And I was just thinking as Julie was talking about this, you guys can actually uh, – don't get all lost in the whole drop-down menu thing. You're going to have to click around with the filters. And what you're going to see is that you're, you have an option for pre-foreclosures. You have the make me move. You have foreclosures. You have notice of defaults. So you can go through Zillow, and their data on this information is pretty good. It's not like it's a um, – it's not like it's a, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Z estimate thing, which is often not even close to being accurate. Are you back, Julie? I think I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, you are. Okay, so, so okay. here's the moral of the story, guys. Go to Zillow. Um, you did the make me move thing. Now I want you to look for the pre-foreclosures. You'll see those as well. And depending on your market, here's a little secret. Don't forget Coach Tim told you this. The pre-foreclosure is oftentimes, remember I told you this, please, a pre-foreclosure is often reported after they've missed three payments. After they've missed three payments. Now, statistically, we know that after someone's missed one payment, there's an over a 90% chance that they're never going to bring the mortgage current. I'm sorry, two payments, they're never going to bring the mortgage uh, current. So when you see these notices of defaults, that is somebody, whether they're going to readily admit it or not, who's ready to sell their house or has to sell their house. You need to call them up. And you can, let's just say, in most of you are going to have buyers that are looking for that in that particular area, or maybe you have investors that are looking for houses. All of you have somebody who would buy a house at the right price, and if you don't, email me, and Julie and I will be your investors, okay? So you call up these guys that are in this situation where they're notice defaults, and you say, and just basically say you're looking for a house in the market for a buyer or for an investor, and if they or anyone else that they might know of is thinking about selling. And just ask questions. And then you don't have to jump into it with them and tell them that there was a notice default mailed. Now, once you get a conversation started with them, you can say, you can actually drill down with them a little bit. And you can say, you know, I did notice that you're on your property records that you're showing a notice of default. And I do specialize in helping people in that situation. You guys weave it together depending on your conversation. We do have scripts. 
on the website, coaching clients, just follow the scripts, and we'll get to the heart of it. Um, and again, some markets aren't going to have uh, like all the information you need, so you're going to have to do some heavy lifting, like knocking on a door or looking up a phone number. You can find phone numbers on Facebook all the time. People will put their phone numbers there, their cell phone numbers there. So go there, get phone numbers, do some digging, do some homework. It's not that difficult. Next point, Julie. All right, next point is one of my favorite, strategy number six, expired listings, new expireds, old expireds, really old expireds, call them all. You know that they wanted to sell their home at one point in time. You even know that they were willing to list it, check the withdrawals, temporarily off the markets, et cetera, et cetera. So this is actually a really easy search. It's not going to cost you anything. You're already paying for the MLS, right? So here we are using the MLS only in a different way. You're going to do the same search. Maybe you've been searching over and over. You've got a really great pre-approved buyer, non-contingent on home sale, ready to rumble. You search the actives, certain neighborhood, bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, the usual drill. Instead of doing that for actives, you're going to use the same search criteria, but now you're going to search expireds, withdrawals temporarily off the markets for up to even two years ago, people who maybe tried a higher price and didn't get it, Maybe they had really strict showing instructions. Whatever the reason may be, you know they were trying to sell. If it hasn't sold, which you can check from your history or your archive in your MLS, it's fair game. And there is no more legitimate expired prospecting call than saying, hey, you know what? I've got a buyer who is dying to live in your neighborhood. There's only been two homes that have even been sold in your neighborhood in the past two years. I noticed that you were trying to sell. Tell me more about your situation because i got somebody that probably wants your house right now. I mean, let me get this straight, right? So you guys sell real estate for a living. Here's somebody who tried to sell but couldn't. Doesn't it make sense that you should talk to each other? See what we're trying to do here? Every single one of these points, guys, involves you taking action. You have to be proactive. You're going to have to make the effort. You can no longer wait. The days of waiting for your, uh, a referral to come in from whatever source, for an email to come in from whatever source, from some paid thing to come in from whatever portal, those days are quickly coming to an end. The folks that are going to win in this business are the ones that are willing to be proactive. The opportunity is all around you. You have to t- develop the skill set. And frankly, then I honestly don't even think the mindset's great, but the mindset will follow when you start taking the actions. Don't get in this paradigm where you have to basically you know, feel a certain way before you start doing the right actions. Just learn the skill set, learn as you earn, and then you'll find, just like the example Julie read you off Facebook earlier today, that those, uh, the actions, when you start seeing even tiny little nibbles of results, will motivate you, and then your mindset will follow. Get it? That's how it works, guys. Doesn't work the other way. Never has. Never will. It's kind of like if you imagine Michael Phelps, right? Do you imagine Michael Phelps standing by the pool and having somebody have to, you know, talk to him about his mindset for 20 minutes? Can you imagine that? Oh, I just don't want to get in the pool. I'm afraid they to get in the pool. They don't feel like it. These swim trunks are too tight. They're too revealing. <laughs> you know, whatever, right? You like swimming today? <laughs> no, you look great, man. You could do it. You could do it. No, he gets in the pool. Does what he doesn't want to do when he doesn't want to do it. Does it every single day, even though, as he's reported, most days he doesn't feel like practicing. He gets in there, he starts practicing, and what happens is the physical actions change his emotional state, and the mindset follows. Do not wait. Take action. This is the best probably opportunity you'll ever have. That's the mindset if you want one that you'll ever have is right now, not tomorrow, not maybe next year, right now. Next point, Jules. 
funny you should mention our friend from Facebook and her experience with unrepresented sellers. The next point is, guess what, FISBOs, for sale by owners, unrepresented sellers, they are crying for help, as we've stated, with a help-wanted sign. You guys like to whine and complain about not having phone numbers. Well, guess what? You don't get to complain if you're not calling for sale by owners who are handing you their phone number, usually their cell phone. We like to call them unrepresented sellers because it's a really a more accurate description of where most of them are at in their process. They're typically not agent-hating do-it-yourselfers. More often than not, they just don't have a quality agent they can trust. It's your call. This is why you're calling to provide wonderful service on their behalf. At least find out their situation. And here's another little morsel. Many for sale by owners have not yet purchased a home because guess what? They haven't sold their last one. There's probably two, maybe even three transactions in there for you if you call them. Again, what is it you do for a living or claim to do for a living? You sell homes. What are these people doing? They're trying to sell a house. I don't want any more whining or complaining about no inventory if you are not willing to take these actions. So on so to our 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 copywritten FISBO script, guys, and we often to this day get asked how we sold 100, over 100 houses our first year in the business. And, I'll, and this is what we did. This is what we do. This, you know, this is the script. This is essentially how it works. The, the, the zinger is what I call it. Now, there's a script, but there's a specific part of the script. As you're maybe 20%, maybe 15% in the script, this is what you say. Remember, this is not the whole script. This is just part of the script. Remember, I told you this. So, Mr. Seller, listen, this, this looks like a terrific house. And, and honestly, just after having seen this property, there's no doubt in my mind you could sell this property yourself. I mean, clearly you're capable of doing it. You're doing a great job, did a great job showing it, doing a great job marketing it. But let me ask you a real quick question. If I swing by with a buyer, a buyer that wants to close uh, you know, at a price that would make it so that the check I hand you at closing is the same, if not, if not frankly, a lot more than you'd ever be able to get selling it yourself. And I take care of all the stuff with the closing process, all the appraisers, all the mortgage guys, all the, you know, the any attorneys, any of the escrow, the title, all the stuff that's necessary, the taxing authorities, all that stuff. I deal with all that. I deal with the other realtor. I find the buyer. And, again, the check I hand you at closing. Oh, and by the way, this buyer's, you know, right, they're going to close around your schedule. There's no issues with the appraisal, no issues with the inspection. You following me on all this, Mr. Seller? And the check I hand you at closing is the same, if not more, than you'd ever be able to get selling it yourself. And I've taken care of all the hassle and liability. Why wouldn't you list the house with me? And here's what they say. Nine times out of ten, they're going to say, I would list the house with you if you can do all that. Excellent, Mr. Seller. And then, guys, follow our listing presentation. And then you'll take the listing. That's what you say. You can make – look, guys, the scripts are conversation outlines. I want you to take the scripts and personalize them. You know, you can change them a little bit, but don't take the bite out of them because the bite is what gets you the result. That's what's going to make it so that you're going to be different than all the other agents who just were saying, you know, all the normal things that all of them say. Don't argue with the seller trying to convince the seller that they can't do it. Or, you know, that's the reason I was at the start of the script. I was saying yeah, the seller could do it. That out. Obviously still, yeah, don't go into the mode of trying to – this is what typical realtors do. Mr. Seller, you're not going to sell it. You're going to sell it for less. You know, you're going to, you know, FISBOs or, you know, all these types of negative approaches. And all that does is it basically sets you up for confrontation with that for sale by owner. So don't take that approach. That's goofy. Approach it with placation. You could do it. You're obviously capable. You've done a great job. Matter of fact, if I didn't have a real estate license and I had a property to sell, I'd probably consider selling, trying to sell it myself as well. 
and then you pivot. You see what happens? You unplug them. Now you're on the same side of the table, right? You're not combative. You're not telling them. I mean, (laughs) yeah, people really love being told that they're all wrong and they're not going to get what they want and they're making a mistake. And what are they thinking? Scripts that sound like that, curiously, don't work. Be different. Be on the same side of the table. It is. That's the standard issue script that agents have been using since like the 19 forevers, or <laughs> maybe the 18 forevers, right? That's the standard issue script where you're trying to make the seller wrong. Guys, look, just being blunt for the sake of time, that's really stupid. Don't take that approach. And just you, what your goal, what you will do statistically is you will accomplish all the things that I said. You will in a market where there's not a lot of inventory. Now, what does this do? This makes it so that, remember the topic is creating your own inventory. That's creating your own inventory. All those for sale by owners. And how many of those FISBOs are going to have properties that they want to purchase? How many of you right now today, just in your immediate market, if you were to get a list of FISBOs, and there's plenty of them out there, different sources where you can get lists of FISBOs, Google it, you'll find tons of companies that sell FISBO lists where they've already gone and done all the work, if not just drive around. How many of those would you list if you just applied half of what we ask you to do? I bet you, you would list probably, in, is, let's say you had 50 listings, FISBOs within a you know, reasonable circumference of where your office is. And look, it's not 10 minutes or 5 minutes. It might be like 45 minutes or an hour. Or if you're in Southern California, it might be two hours. Open your mind, okay? You're going to have to be realistic with your expectations of your immediate market. Sometimes you guys are in an immediate market where there really isn't going to be anything for you to chase, so you're going to have to go outside of it. That's called business. So... Use the script. Drill down with these sellers. They're all going to say, if you can give me uh, the same, if not more, and by the way, you back that up following our listing presentation, because statistically that is what happens. A listed property does sell for more. A seller does net more, uh, and it, it is less hassle, obviously. Everything I said we can do, you can do when you're using that script. You, I can, in following our presentation, following everything we ask you to do, you will prove to the seller because I know what a lot of you were thinking, well, Tim, that sounded really good, but how am I going to pro- do it? How am I going to prove to the seller I'm going to do it? Follow the listing presentation, follow the pre-listing pack that we give you as far as Premier Coaching, and it will do it for you. You don't have to learn anything. All the content's already laid out and the information we've already prepared for you. Guys, understanding what I'm talking about here, you give them what we give you to give them, and it answers all their questions. <laughs> we have done it for it you as you- much as humanly possible. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, right? And so, and so when you follow that process, you will take these listings. You will be different than any other, uh, every other agent. How many of those listings do you need to have right now to have your best year ever? I bet you most of you it's less than 20, probably less than 10. What do you well, need for? Okay, so let's look at that, right? This is one of the things that we do in Premier when we're learning this new spoke, right, for sale by owners or expireds or something that typically they kind of avoid. We do what's called mm-hmm. FISBO math, right? So I don't have my calculator in front of me, but all of you guys can do this. It's pretty easy. Let's say that you were just like our Facebook friend that had called five and got set to appointments. I'm sure she didn't spend all day doing that, by the way, right? So let's say you were able to force yourself to do that one day a week, and you set two appointments just like she did, and you took one of them, one per week. I'm not even talking about working 40 hours a week to get there. I mean, please, right? Very conservative estimate. So let's say that you were able to take just one per week. Figure out, based on your average net commission to you, times 
however many weeks you'd like to use. Let's not use 52. You're not going to do this every single week, let's be honest. But let's say you did it 35 out of 52 weeks because you actually took it seriously as a spoke. How much more money would you make by making that minimal effort? Not to mention if all the spin-off a, business, right? Go ahead. In most, of the, in most of the country, you would make an average commission of over $6,000, $200,000 sale price, right? And based on Julie's math, you'd make over $200,000 uh, in income <laughs> based on the scenario she just gave you. Hmm. And yet, here's the thing, Julie, as I'm thinking about this, how many of these guys right now are planning on talking with, say, Zillow about buying impressions because they, they think oh. they, there's a shortage of leads? Isn't that insane? How many of them right now are asking themselves, oh, my gosh, I need to buy leads? We just told you guys, an absolute rock-solid, proven, no questions asked, you know, many different ways, and tomorrow you're going to get some more to generate your own leads. Why are you buying them? doesn't make any sense. Stop doing it. Guys, seriously, yeah. come on now. Hey, listen, we love the emails we get from you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Your homework from today's radio show, by the way, and we mentioned this the other day, is go get the book Fanatical Prospecting. It's not one of our books, but it's a great book. We're going to have the author um, on our radio show at the beginning of next month, Jeb Blunt. But definitely get that book. I have had nothing but lovely feedback from it. Everyone I've assigned it to, coaching client-wise, has adored it, so go get it, Fanatical Prospecting. Um, and, yeah, it reinforces what you guys are hearing us uh, tell you to do every day on the radio show. If you need us for anything, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.